Hello. Hello. What's going on? A lot. A lot? Oh, no. Not a lot. Not a oh. lot. Oh, not a lot. No. <laughs> yes. Big difference. No. This weekend, Sorry. nothing. I didn't catch so, that. Okay. <laughs> my bad. No. Oh. Aaron? How about you? Oh, no. I don't, I don't think he's on yet. No, I didn't. I thought he was. Hmm. His text says, trying to. Hello! Ah, there he is. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Sorry. So, trying to log into Skype, it's like, hey, no, we don't remember any of your information. And I was like, okay, cool. So I pretty much read that everything. And it's like, all right, we got you back. And then it just immediately kicked me off of Skype. So, uh, did you update? Nice. Mine, up, mine had to update. Oh. Uh, At least I think uh, that's what it did. Aaron, do you have your do you have your video on, Aaron? Uh, yeah, not anymore. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Sweet. <laughs> oh, geez. I mean, it was never it was never on the whole time. Oh, I know you're right. I don't know not. what I was talking about. Yeah, I'm seeing things again. It's again rude. It's all the it's dog awkward. hair in his eyes. You can't. You <laughs> can't see. <laughs> oh, poor Kagi. <laughs> oh, we are sitting a bulldog named Rawlings. Yes, Rawlings. Oh, Rawlings, like the, like the ball. Yes, yes. The baseball. Yeah, he's a. They're huge sport fans, sport yeah. ball fans, sport ball, sports <laughs> ball. And uh, oh, adding that to the I list. I bet he's. I bet he's so <laughs> cute, though. He's. He is. He's a little. He's a little chunk. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> one of my one of my friends, um, his family, they have, they they had uh, a litter full of Britney puppies, and he's trying so hard to get me to take one of them, but at one point in time they had this bulldog, and she, I think it was like an English bulldog, but she was just so massive. And I was the only one that every time we'd go over there, I was the only one that would give it love and be like, Aaron, take this dog. It's like, no, you guys keep it. It's so cute. And she would just sit there at that, you know, mm-hmm. sound cool. going on. And I was like, oh, this is such a cute puppy. <laughs> it's so cute. And he loves yes, it so but, much. But that sound that I'm that I'm not going to do into the microphone so I don't destroy it is uh thank you that's the sound of veterinary bills just going up that's what that's that's what that is <laughs> exactly that's the sound of your vet so bill rising mm, cephalic with... dogs they always go to the vet like every five seconds you have to take them in there they get mm. nasal no infections and all kinds of stuff cute yeah. bullies is what it is I have, I have anti uh microbial wipes that I have to use in all of the folds and the facial <laughs> facial area, yeah, which is so much fun. It's all oh, seven thousand of them. That's the yeah that go like second knuckle deep around his face. Oh. You're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's yeah. fun. No, thanks. <laughs> but these these are the same people that um, they have two two Britney puppies that are. You know, kind of like what Uncle Gary had. Yeah. And uh, we used to have one a long time ago. Do you not remember this? It was, it was Jesse. Was it Jesse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesse. And they they try so hard 
to get me to take one of them. But then I'm like, well, I have to. If I take one, I have to take two of them. Okay, they're, Dad, they're, that's not how it works siblings. all the time. No, no. But then, and then the then I was like, but you know, I'm never home, so I can't. But that's they're so cute. They're so cute puppies. They run everywhere. Ours used to jump over that six foot fence like it was nothing. So. <laughs> so. Wee. Like, yeah, that is true. Then that neighbor. Do you remember that neighbor that was like mega far away? That was like. Every once in a while, they'd be like, "Yeah, we have your dog." They would call yep. up, like, "Oh, oh. yeah," and it's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And I remember mom going, mom driving us over there uh, to go pick her up. Yes, I'm good. <laughs> and it it was it was like it was several like miles away, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was quite far. Sounds about right. Well, I, I imagine it was the dog route was probably shorter. Well, yeah, than the than the driving route. It was much more circuitous driving around there. But like, <laughs> yeah. We just call every once in a while. Yeah, your dog's eating with our dogs again. Like, oh, right. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. It happens. We, we forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was I was talking to somebody about about dogs and they somehow brought up uh, German short hairs. And had a, had a good, Listen, I'm an expert on this. You know. I had, had a good, good reminisce. Lots about, about this. Got a you know Jin and Kira and then Harley. Indeed, the uh, yeah. runniest dogs ever. <laughs> it's like no, I'm just gonna run, always, always, forever. Mm-hmm. Run, <laughs> run. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep poking my nose in this thing that bites me in the face every year. This thing you call a snake. I'm just gonna <laughs> every year. Every year, all the time. I'm just, just going to chase find it. More it's this hole. Every year. <laughs> yep. My face is going to swell up the size of a cantaloupe. Yes. And then no. I'm going to forget about there... it next spring. <laughs> yes, and then do it again. Okay. Oh, no. You got it. <laughs> they, were, they were good dogs. They were dumb, but they were good. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I made the... Uh, I remember one time I was teaching and we were talking about dogs in class and I brought them up and they're like, well, what kind of dogs were they? And they're like, and I was like, well, you know, it's a, you know, they're kind of like the dogs from where the red fern grows. And then a lot of my fifth grade students asked me, it's like, what, what's that book about? And I'm like, nope, you are too young to have your heart broken. I will not tell you. Wait till no, you're that's old. like, that's like the reading level of that book. That's like exactly who's it supposed is. to read that book. Really? Cause uh-huh. we, we read it in middle school. Really? No, it's like a fifth grade reading level book. It might even be less. It's not a very high level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was just the the chapters. Granted, I hated oh, reading when the, I was younger, but now I'm all like, the, read everything. I think fourth grade was the year that we read all the terribly sad books. Like, we read Bridge to Terabithia, mm-hmm. and we read Taste of Blackberries. That one's sad. Uh, uh, yeah. Blackberries. Spoilers for the taste of blackberries. The friend dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the whole book is him dealing with that. So, like, it's dealing with the death of the friend. Yeah. It's like some sort of bee sting, bee allergy, I think, something like that. You, you know, yeah, we, we did read that in fourth grade. And, yeah. and, yeah. and I remember Mrs. Um, oh, who's the principal now? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Name it. But my teacher at the time, not letting me read that book because mom was sick and they didn't, they thought it was, too, they said it was 
that on me reading that because of the the um the content of the yeah. book. So I read a different I read a different book that year. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, we also we also read some book that I came across a few years ago at a book fair, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I've read, and then I have since forgotten the title again, <laughs> like I do. <clears throat> but it was about some sort of ghost in this house. Like I don't remember exactly what happened, but there mm-hmm. was like it was like some sort of like communication between somebody. And like a ghost of some sort of like Civil War era small girl or something like that. I don't remember what happened exactly. Mm, I don't I remember very, that one. I mean, it was odd. And I remember coming across it a couple of years ago and staring at it for a minute and then reading the back and going, oh, yeah, I've read this. <laughs> and then and then probably apparently forgetting what it was called. Mm-hmm. Just eliminating it from my brain again. So I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> it was really weird and sad too. So fourth grade was just the year of sadness. I think. Um. Oh my gosh, what is that? Because I think I was actually thinking about a book that was that fits that uh, mo. Just. But because <laughs> I remember reading a book about the Civil War, and it was like some girl that like. I don't know if it had ghosts in it, but there's a girl that fell in oh, love with like a Union soldier. Oh, I don't think that's and the same one. everyone everyone had like yellow fever and everyone died. I'm like, oh, this is oh now no, I'm sad. I'm I oh. we also read some sort of book about the Underground Railroad. Yeah, but like, uh, but uh, but not. It wasn't like a. It was like after, like they moved into a house that was once an Underground Railroad house. Oh, um. Is it? Hold on, hold on. I can't remember exactly. Like the House of Dyer's Deer or something like that. I'm not sure. I think that's what it was. After after I was kind of not really forced, but you know, you had to read like the books in middle school and high school. I think after reading like The Great Gatsby, I just was not a fan of that book, and I think I just mentally shut my brain off because I was <laughs> well, like, I don't this. I don't like this book at all. Well, F. Scott Fitzgerald, not exactly for everybody. Yeah. Uh, he's an interesting fellow, right? And yeah. basically, if you know this fact, that book becomes a lot more interesting. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. He basically just turned out as many books as he could to get people to buy them because his wife was like a raging party animal and wanted to go out all the time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. And so when you uh, kind of look at that book in that context, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> so sometimes okay. he would write stuff that was OK. And sometimes he would just like turn out like trash. And I'm not saying <laughs> that the, great, the great Gatsby is trash by any means. It's I think pretty good. I think you're saying it's trash is what I I'm hearing. I think so. I mean, I, I don't it love it. But then again, trash. I just don't like a lot of his stuff in general. So like. <laughs> <laughs> whatever but there's some good things like that book at least has like you know stuff like deeper meaning stuff in it right some of there's a lot of symbolism and stuff in there so like it's a little better but when you do know that his wife was like all about going out and partying and basically he was writing to support her spending habits uh, 
<laughs> but yeah, that's on a slightly new meaning. Right. <laughs> that that kind of makes sense. <laughs> Although I wish that was the same aspect for George R. R. Martin to finish the Game of Thrones books, but yet well, here we are. You know, it's fine. Yeah, it's not it's fine. fine. They're going to be finished at some point. It's not fine. I'm going to finish now. That's true. But at least you know he's not rushing them. Yeah, right? He's not. Like I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, you know. And then I read. You know, I was, I was thinking about like, oh, well, this just means that he's not really rushing and he's not like just being like, oh, we'll just end it like this. Right. So <clears throat> sort of what he's doing, I, I read this article about it. It kind of what how he explained what's happening is he's sort of like uh, because he he doesn't follow the outline that he's planned. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Clearly, he sort, of, he sort of lets the characters develop organically through his writing process. Mm-hmm. Right. So he sits there and like every single thing, because, you know, all the chapters are about a person. Yeah. Right. So like he kind of sits down. And goes. Is that what this person would do? Right. Is this mm-hmm. what Tyrion would do? Or that's not or like if his outline says something, but where his character is like emotionally or whatever, he'll kind of sit there for a while and go. No, that doesn't make sense. Arya wouldn't do that. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't do that. I have to like rewrite this. And so that's kind of this weird process that he goes through, mm-hmm. which like because this is allegedly the second to the last book that he's hasn't written yet. Allegedly. It's like taking forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, that know. Means, you know, that means that the next one will just be like done. It's out because yeah. it's kind of like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, you know, well, like the conclusion. Yeah. Well, but then again, I mean, the the big complaint about at least the TV series is the last two seasons. Yeah, we're just rushed out. Characters didn't really act the way people thought they would or didn't have the motives behind them. And so he didn't write all those. Well, he didn't write all those. And they didn't. And I mean, and the I and I there was an interview of the, the show's directors who basically said that when they started they were not familiar at all with the work and that hbo pushed them to make longer episodes so they started to fill it with just random stuff um and so they kind of got um rushed into it and just yeah that's why i stopped watching those deadlines yeah at the third season or whatever because i was like or where third or I think maybe when they started catching up with where the books were, I was like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, well, like after, I'm done now. After season <laughs> two, uh, that's when there was like a big split. That's from true. the books to the TV series. And I mean, I, I watched it all the way through, but there was a piece where. Um, when George R. R. Martin, R. R. Martin had like a big like health issue that he told the writers. He's like, Hey, if I go, this is how I want this to end. And so I'm, pr- I think they, uh, yeah, I think they kind of went did, off that and just sort of, like, yeah, okay, well, they're like, mm-hmm. all right, so we'll, we'll do that. And so, but again, he's that's... changed his mind again. He started writing these books and I think the first one came out in 1996. <clears throat> think about that for a minute. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's he's sat Game there of Thrones with these came two. out in 1996. Jeez, that blows my mind. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's kind of like when I learned that um, Lord of the Rings came out like in 
like what was it like the 50s and 60s mm. was it mm. something like that was it before that was it i think it was before that because i know i know was... he he wrote it he got the inspiration when he was in world war one yes but i don't know if it would, if they were actually like published published until like well later? well i think because they were published as a series of shorts um uh, but I think like the Hobbit came out in 1937. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah. 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 I just I just had to reach over and grab my 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 uh, my copy there. It was originally published in 1937. And so the rest of them came out and then but then he that. sat. Yeah, they came after that, but not quickly. I think no. I think and he has a whole bunch of 50s. other things yeah. around because I have some over here. I have like the Summerillion here and like what's and it that called? Yeah, un- I, yeah. Un- the something. Hold on, I can't reach it, but it's like the un like the unfinished tales or whatever, and I oh. have like a bunch of stuff. Or like, yeah, where he kind of does all the like the like random things. Or, and, yeah, yeah, all like, the stuff. I don't have. I I have to put this somewhere because it's not going anywhere right now. Well, um, I mean, when you want to talk about both of these people, are good examples of like you want to talk about some dense material i know we joked oh, yeah. the other day about warhammer right like oh yeah yo, tolkien mm-hmm. what <laughs> yeah no oh my it's gosh yo it's so crazy yeah like it is his and the the hard part is because he <clears throat> sort of came at it from a a history and linguistic viewpoint yeah, like, it's that, not always the just the most readable thing. In the world. No, like, <laughs> no, because when he when he, when he's when he's into normally studying the development of ancient languages and history, and then he goes into write it his own. Yes. Yeah, th- there's gonna that's be a he, lot more information there. That's how he did it. He developed the oh, he developed those languages, like all of the languages in the book, like Elvish and Dwarvish and everything. Like mm-hmm. he developed them like in this weird process of like how languages develop uh, on their own uh, yeah like I remember he thought reading. about them from like a historical linguistic <laughs> development perspective and which is like what which who, that's a weird right to that? start writing a book like yeah that's what he started with it's like well i better write this i better create the elvish language like uh, <laughs> yeah yeah and like yeah. From that, he like extrapolated the history of the elvish people mm-hmm. in the context like, of middle in the earth context yeah. of their, in the middle be based on their language you're like what yeah, yeah. But, i mean so like george r r martin he writes some dense material but yo, yeah what <laughs> like all of those things have backstories and there's like histories of the targaryens and all this stuff like i have one of those other books it's like the big history book thing it's really kind of cool mm-hmm. like yo that's yeah, nuts. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested Thousands to of see years of history. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just and to think that he basically he was like, well, this is the current story I want to tell, and how do I get all the back history to this point? Five thousand years of back history. Back history. <laughs> that's like me. That's like if I was going to write a book that takes place in modern day. Yeah, and I started with ancient Mesopotamia. Right. And he's thinking, well, 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 that's that's the Tolkien <laughs> universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and, really interested and to see what the Martin universe because, like, it goes. It's similar in that that it inhabits a world 
that has thousands of years of history behind it. Right. And like, you're just in this one little part, which is one of the reasons why they're so good. Because they feel like very alive. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because because it's inhabited with things. Yeah. It's very full. It's not. um, It's full because you know everything has context and everything has meaning and everything has a backstory, whether it's explained blatantly or not. not. Um, Like somebody knows, like the characters know. You kind of have to sit together. But like, yeah, they, and, and it helps the story too, knowing that um, there is such a concrete world to work within and it helps you relate a lot more to it because you know that once you become familiar with the way it works and some expectations that you have, it's not just going to be completely up, upended and be like, oh, and all of a sudden, um, you know, magic wands save everything and, you know, these yeah, there's unicorns kind of stuff. It's like yeah. you, you you can be safe in knowing how the, the the assumptions of the world and how they work. Which is an interesting juxtaposition to back to F. Scott Fitzgerald for a minute. Because <laughs> he was writing all of that in the context of just right now. So like the great great Gatsby takes place very specifically in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. But that book was only written for 1920s readers. Because he was like, oh, let's just get the book out, whatever. Right? Yeah. So all of that context is just sort of implied that you know, because the reader was supposed to be reading it in the 20s, and then, like, forget about it, probably. He didn't care. Right. right. So, just like, a throwaway. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that you're reading it literally almost a hundred years later now, like some of the the, part of the reason it's not as accessible to everybody is a lot of the context is lost because you don't have that world anymore. Like there's the book doesn't have any world building because it assumes that, you know, all about the world already because it's the same world that you live in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But we don't live in that world anymore. So like (laughs) a lot of these really interesting books, like Steinbeck did the same thing. Right. He just like wrote and it was like very of the time. Mm-hmm. But. You know, it's not that time anymore, so it's hard for us to read Steinbeck. Like Steinbeck is, is also very dense. Right. But like, well, it, it takes you having to sit down with a history book. Yeah. And, and go, OK, 1920s, 1930s. What was going on? What was the social construct? What was society like? What were they dealing with? What were the fears? What were the previous 10 years like? What were people yeah. hoping for the future? Okay. Now that I have now, that. Now mind, I can understand. Now I can oh, sit. Mice and men. Right? Yeah, now I can sit. <laughs> Sidebar. Side, side note. Speaking of people that write in interesting ways, I read that John Steinbeck used to go down to the table in the kitchen and he would sharpen 24 pencils. Mm-hmm. And put them point up in a cup. Ew. And then he would just grab them and start writing. Uh-huh. And he would write with the pencil until it was kind of dull. And then mm-hmm. he would just get a new one. And, and he would do that. Again. And then when all the pencils were dull, he would just be like, yep, that's it for today. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, just... uh-huh. and then his, his wife would type it for him because he couldn't type at all. And he had like apparently atrocious handwriting. So his editors were like, <laughs> Well, well, I, no, don't send me this. I have no idea what this is. Yeah, yeah, and 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 everybody knows his his favorite pencil was. Oh yeah, uh, well, 
it was recreated yeah, pencils yes <laughs> in the blackwing but the blackwing and the mongol uh was one of his favorites that's too. true but but the uh, what <laughs> yeah the, it's the pencil not the not the not, not a mongrel but mongol or, no, or the well. nomadic people of the east asian steppe. oh yeah, of course yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but yes uh in because he was writing like in that time for that time you know and so like all the, a lot of his work is just very of that period mm-hmm. so when you revisit it now it's very difficult for well, it or it just it, takes a lot more in depth which is weird because that's why tolkien and and martin have to work so hard at like creating the history of their world so that it makes sense to you because it's so far outside of like whatever Right, because right. it's such a, a fantasy setting, they have mm. to really like go nuts on that historical context so that it makes sense to you as mm. a reader. Ah. Because yeah. you don't have that otherwise. Right. <laughs> Just like in in sixty years, when somebody sits down and they read, I don't know, these weird novels on my shelf here about like, I don't know like spy novels or something they're gonna be like well that makes sense <laughs> like why did they do that why are they so upset about the middle east like oh wait i get it yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean and those those are very valuable pieces because they are a a literal time capsule written for a time to a time yeah um it's just it's 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 hard then when you start when you read it so far removed as you mentioned a hundred years on through our context our societal lenses and our assumptions that we have now um, and try, a lot of times you try and put that back on the book and it doesn't make any sense yeah it doesn't, because it's it's different societal times right it's, yeah we talk about that in history at school right like we can't think about what the you know we're talking about mesopotamia it's why i brought it up earlier like okay can't think about mesopotamian culture with 2019 brains like it doesn't it doesn't work right right like because to a mesopotamian like i'll just rent my wife out for a while no big deal like to us that's atrocious right that's awful that's not okay mesopotamian it's like yeah it's just tuesday whatever who cares it's great yeah (laughs) (laughs) so like kind of now it's a this abhorrent, but like back then, eh. yeah, on, kind of on the flip side, to me, it is kind of fascinating to like read a book like that and then coming back to it later, like either reading like a history textbook or like a video and kind of making that connection of like, oh, this is why they did it. Like, that's really cool. But yeah, at the same time, it's kind of nice to know, you know, different time periods. Yeah, like, oh, this makes no sense nowadays. Like, and ah, it, well, this is why people like Kipling become problematic, <clears throat> right? Because it, he was writing it at the time he was writing it. A lot of his stuff is fine, you know. Kipling. But now, what did he write? Uh, now, when you read the poem "The White Man's Burden" mm-hmm. in 2019, ah, okay. go, oh. <laughs> um yeah no i don't like that even kim like kim is very good about like it's very like it really does a pretty good job of highlighting a lot of aspects of like indian culture because he grew up in india right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) right you know british man in india 
that kind of thing. Mm. So it does a pretty good job of of highlighting it, but you are definitely seeing it through the eyes of a British person. So there's all like every once in a while there's something in writing you're like what 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 <laughs> <laughs> hold on what? yeah let me <laughs> let me back up there like it's still very like looking at it as very foreign and like in, like not right even though I think Kim is probably to me like the best thing because it's it is very inclusive and it does talk about a lot of things and like a lot of the people in that book like work together effectively even though there's like buddhists and sheiks and islamists and all this stuff they like you can see how they coexist together at india at that time right but it is still through a british man's eyes so it's very very odd it is also odd just uh thinking about this i have some books on my shelf that i found at the flea market uh, mm-hmm. And we're we're very we're very uh, familiar with things like Steinbeck, Scott, right, and a bunch of other things. Uh, but it's interesting <laughs> if you just go on that, it would seem that like four books were written in the 1920s. <laughs> 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 but like the other stuff, right? Yeah. It just is not like good, and nobody remembers <laughs> it. If you ever get a hold of some of that stuff. <laughs> it's so weird right like i have this this one is a little bit later it's from the 40s and it's just called fools die on friday and it's a oh. really weird detective book like very like 1940s pulpy detect you know like a lot of those like humphrey bogart movies got turned into those you know but oh, like yeah. it's not really great and so, <laughs> it's no maltese falcon i'll, t- I'll tell you that right oh, now. it's not national no. hammett level of, of writing but it's like <laughs> If you if you get a hold of some of that stuff, that's because you can get in the flea markets for like twenty five cents, right? Just random old books that that were written during those times, but then like they didn't get remembered for some reason. Well, well in some cases, it's I very obvious why. But like, it's very interesting because like just the ones that do because Scott didn't think that his was gonna get. Like nobody would care about it in like six months. He was just like, write it, whatever, get out. Mm-hmm. But some of these other ones. So if you uh, if you do that, I highly recommend picking one of those up for a quarter and just like checking it out because they're, they're so. <laughs> some of them are just like what? It, a lot of the tropes are still there. Like if you've read other books from the time period, mm-hmm. right, a lot of the tropes show up again, but not like well. They're just sort of plastered in there somewhere. <laughs> now, do you think? Do you think that was because they were copying those greater books, or were those just how people wrote and some people did it better or and worse than others? I think, I think it's uh, in certain cases it's just like that was the popular thing to do at the time, right? Mm. And yeah. that was just what people wanted to consume in their media. So they're like, well, we'll throw this in here. We'll throw okay. in this detective agency. Oh, and there's a lady in there, and then they're gonna do a thing, and blah blah blah, and then whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like oh no, I think I, I think a lot yeah. of it is just like the stereotypical tropes of that time that people want to see when they're sure. in the movie. Yeah, it's like now well, I mean, cars exploding in a movie. Like that didn't used to happen. It happens all the time. Every five seconds. <laughs> boom, yeah. car. Go. Well, we're put in there. Just yeah. good. <laughs> no, I mean it makes sense if it, I just looking at the just the media landscape around us today of how high fantasy is back 
in vogue with um, with um, uh, Game of Thrones and then all the Lord, of, Lord of the Rings remake. So it's kind of like, uh, granted, those are a little different because those are m- movies of books that were written many, many moons ago. But well, that's true. Is, well, I mean, not I mean, Dance of Dragons only came out a couple of years ago. Sure. Really. But it's just it's just the, all of a sudden that's what's popular now. So you see a lot of that's other true. TV but it was always trying there. to play off of that. Yeah. Well, the books were always there anyway. Now, yeah, it's just visual media is a, is a different story because, like, there was no decent fantasy before Lord of the Rings, right? Before Jackson was like, no, I'm going to make Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there yeah. was some, there was like some Conan. It wasn't yes. good, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another one that I seem to remember that was in that vein, like, really weird, like, in the vein of Conan from when I was a kid, bad though, like very bad, awful. I don't know what it was called, but I was like, I remember watching when I was kingling. What? We can, what? We, well, we can be assured that the 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 not, yeah, yeah. High fantasy is just it's such a a weird genre of yeah. it's of always film been to there. Make. Yeah. yeah, film in film it has not been around very much. It like shows up randomly and it goes away because they make like one movie and nobody sees it or like. It's just not the best. But in books, it's been there for a long time. Because yes. I used to read it a lot when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. I remember. Like those, uh, what are called? There's a whole series. And it's like a series of like, it's in a universe. Like a shared universe, but different authors. Write, oh, that Dragonlance. That's what yes. Dragonlance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like those. I read a bunch of those. And because it's kind of like a universe and a whole bunch of different authors contribute to it. So it makes it interesting. You can read different tales and different things like that. But that was a big thing. Not like big, I guess. I don't know how big it was. Me and a couple of my friends read them. So Sure. Were, you thinking, of, were you thinking of the movie The Beastmaster and Conan? Relation, it, were those well? That I had completely of? forgotten about the Beastmaster, okay. uh, <laughs> but I don't think that was it. No, it was newer than the Conan oh, movies. Oh, Conan okay. was Sorry. definitely Arnold in the eighties, right? Eighties, yeah. Sorry, the the Beastmaster uh, also just came to my brain. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I, I had blocked out the Beastmaster. Uh, I don't know how you did that, but I'm gonna do some googling here. Uh, okay. Well, because like I I know for you know that was kind of the same thing with like the. I don't say like the Twilight series, but how, you know, vampires and things like that became super popular and it almost felt like overnight. But the books were, I don't know when the books were, I came out, but they were always just kind of there. And then all of a sudden it's like pop culture has just exploded with nothing but vampires, vampires or werewolves. And then there was kind of that trend afterwards of like when not like not like remakes or copycats. Of like when the first Lord of the Rings, like the first trilogy came out, you know, people trying to kind of like emulate that kind of style. Of yeah, like, oh, there, yeah, because there's like there, there was a bunch of movies that were not good. Like, um, was that in the name of the king with Jason Statham or whatever? Like that yeah. movie is bad. And Ron yeah. Perlman, that's definitely the movie. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. But that was right. You're right. That was at the same time where it was like some like, oh, we'll just do this because people want to see this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no, just kidding. And, 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 I'm, I'm and just that. sad that that more um, Dark Crystal spinoffs didn't happen or catch on because that would have been amazing to see. Did you not watch the new series? 
no, I, 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 I tend to not watch um, sp- most spinoffs or, um, you know, things that are based <laughs> off of the original movie. I, well, I, I often find myself getting disappointed, rightly or wrongly. I oh, also, uh, Dragon Heart. Sorry. Yes. That was yeah. one. Yeah. Show it up. Okay, Dragon sorry. Heart. Oh, okay, anyway. oh, oh, it was definitely. Okay, here it is. I found it. Are you ready yeah. for this? See if you remember this. I'm worried. Terrible piece of cinematography. Oh. Call the Conqueror, starring oh. Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorbo? <laughs> AKA Hercules. Oh, my gosh. Yes, you're welcome. Yep. Hercules. <laughs> oh, thanks. That, uh... <laughs> That's exactly what I needed. <laughs> Welcome. I just googled fantasy movies 1990s, and I have this big. Oh no! The Page Master. Yo, what? <laughs> All the Highlander movies. All of them. them. All of them. There we go. Sorry. Yes, Cole the Conqueror. <laughs> the movie is that movie is not good. Just in case you were curious. I don't. I don't remember that. So movie was awesome that I just found on this list too. Not exactly as fantasy as the other ones, but the Thirteenth Warrior. Oh, okay. That, that is actually Antonio Banderas. Well, <laughs> it has Antonio Banderas. Of course, it's good. <laughs> I, I I actually really like that movie. <laughs> I do too. It's one of those movies. It's like it's not a, again. It's not a good movie. But I like it anyway. You're right. It's a great movie. (laughs) It's it's definitely not quite, but it's definitely there. But I always liked it. For it's one of those weird movies that you just like. Yeah, it's not good. You don't really care. You just you (laughs) like it unapologetically, like Thirteenth Warrior. That's what I'm I'm standing by that one. Okay. (laughs) Put that out there too. Oh no, it's it's one of those movies that if it appears on like TV. To be like, man, I guess I gotta watch this. Just like oh, here's more. Here's more on this list. Unapologetically, do not like Never Ending Story. There you go. Oh no. Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna cause some hate mail. <laughs> that's fine. Controversial decision. I do not like Never Ending Story. <laughs> it, it has been such a long time since I've them. seen it. Like I can't recollect. I it like at all. It's such a mind trip. I and I remember trying to make sense of that movie growing up and just not being able to. No, there's it's just a whole bunch of weirdness in my brain. Like there's just all this like really bizarre junk that doesn't make any sense. Like there's Falcor, like the flying dog thing, and he's like all weird and flyy. And then there's <laughs> like the, a, and I can't I can't keep the movie straight in my head either. Well, right? because so that doesn't help either because like. There's at least three, right? Yeah, I, def- I definitely don't remember three at all. I don't think, and then I get one and two like combined in my head. Well, and what's hard, what's hard too, is that it's kind of like you just move from um, um, stage, you know, stage setup to stage setup where they just had the scenery and they went, we'll tell a, a story here, and then we'll tell tell a story here, and the connections between them aren't really that strong in my mind so it's just kind of like yeah you had set pieces and you just kind of use them and a horse dies in a swamp can we just can we just all get together and say 
Atrax dies in, in a horse. Atrax dies in a swamp. And uh, Artax, sorry, well, Artax. His name Artax. Artax. Yeah, what Artax, was the, the kid's name? Oh, a tr- um, was it Atreyu uh, or whatever? Atre- was that his name? Yep, Atreyu. Yeah, his name was Atreyu. Okay. Right. Because you said Artax. I was like, wait, that sounds like the kid's name. Yeah. Artax. There's definitely the rock biter thing. And they definitely yeah. sing a bad song. <laughs> May or may not be on a motorcycle at one point. I'm not really sure on that. I can't quite recall. Uh, Does the rock ride a motorcycle? Are you? I'm not sure. Again, that might be like three. That sounds okay. like a weird Never Ending Story Part Three thing. I don't know, but yeah, I never liked those movies. I was well, just like, I, I was, I watched them when I was like younger, and then like my some of my friends like really liked it, and we'd watch it at their house, and I'd just be like, yeah, no, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't understand what's happening. I don't like this. I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't like it. I don't. Well, my my taste in ninety movies isn't exactly the greatest because I thought like the movies like The Warriors of Virtue was like the best movie in the world. So <laughs> also, I can't I can't really say much about like oh nineties films were awesome because at one point in time I was like oh, dude Kung Fu Kangaroos this is like the Talk best about- thing ever. Talk about oh. fighting the Ninja Turtle style, like hardcore. Yeah, like, it's, 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 yeah, man. man. These, I I saw that from a book too, right? I think so. No idea. Yeah. Yes, they well, were. Well, it's also yeah, it's also very. The, oh yeah, I had this one. I had these. What? what? I had the I had the Warriors of Virtue books. You did? <laughs> I did. I had at least two of them because Whoa. I remember one of them had a like a blue cover and a green cover and a red cover and all the different colors of the different. Powers. Well, I feel like I feel like it's very loosely based off the Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi, right? The Japanese fencer, Mm -hmm. sword sword, swordsman, brave brave fencer Musashi. Great game, by the way. Yeah, that sure that was a game. That's true. Uh, (laughs) Great. So I think I feel like it was definitely based on that to some extent. Like, yeah, very loosely philosophically. Because there yeah. are like the five elements, five elements, and the, and the five right. kangaroos. With, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that might be where it stops. But uh, <laughs> I think that's most assuredly where it stopped. Very, very definitely loosely <laughs> based. But yeah, that, but again, that's definitely a movie that you watch as a kid and go, "Oh, that's cool," and then you watch it again later and you go, "Oh, oh no." <laughs> so, so what about those movies? Don't let them age well um uh, part of it's the acting <laughs> well okay i mean besides, i'm gonna say a I'm large say, part of it's the acting bes- besides the acting and the cgi or lack thereof like <laughs> why does something like the dark crystal stick with us and it becomes a cult favorite and like i think all three of us would be in agreement it's a very good movie even though it's from the 80s um what versus something like the warriors of virtue Is it, you know, is it to, to think, me? Yeah. Number one, oh, go well, what? go ahead, you go, and then I have a less serious well, answer. So. <laughs> well, no, I mean. <laughs> I was going to be number one, the lack of Jim Henson, I think, is going to be number one. Uh, <laughs> because the man's genius. And so, like, I. Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> I, I honestly, I. The Dark Crystal, I honestly rewatched that probably twice a year. And I just can't get over the 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 puppeteering that was done for yeah, that movie it's and so good. 
and just how they melded it's a live action but it's all but there's no people in it right the only people are in behind big costumes no no there's you know where they're operating those big monsters those big animals yeah as a puppet or whatever yeah the other ones whose name i can't remember because I can only yeah. remember the Skeksis. <laughs> but they're not, um, you know, they're not wearing s- just costumes. It's an actual, yeah. animal, you know, it's, it's a it's a puppet that they're wearing kind of thing. I heard that it movie just, was also originally supposed to not have dialogue. Really? really? It was, I, I don't know if this is true. I heard it somewhere. So we have to fact check this. But I heard <laughs> that it was just supposed to be the puppets and it, it was supposed to be dialogue, but like, not English dialogue. Oh no, you're right. That they, it was just they supposed to original... be like the yes. made up language of the land, and that with yes. no subtitles. Yes, oh. I, I have heard that. And yes. then somebody that's was like, trippy. "Yo, that's not going to work out." And they had mm-hmm. to like redo. They had to redo a bunch of stuff and actually put the dialogue in there. But the original vision was to not have English dialogue at all, or yeah. any recognizable dialogue, just the made up language of that universe. And that was it. Oh, right. Mm. It was the 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 um the Skeksis and the Mystics were the oh, yeah. Wow, that one's I can't believe I didn't remember that one. That was the easy one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think it's just because it's so fun to say Skeksy that I did not uh, even remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Agra, the crazy old lady with yeah. the viewing her, thing? Which like the which I would love to see a movie. Thing of just agra and what her story is and what what are you doing on this weird viewing thing you know so yeah. why, why in the, all the time you? in the thing yeah, yeah. Well, in, in, in the tv show the netflix special it, it goes planetarium but that's not quite the right word there i think no <laughs> but but the uh the netflix series goes into that and like it explains like who this person is what she's doing and how she's connected because yeah i remember watching in the like the original movie, I was like, "Wait, who is this crazy person? What is she doing, and why?" But in, you in see the, your fo- for all of five minutes, and then it gets burned down by the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. and so it, it it goes into that in the in the TV series. That it actually explains, and it's kind of weird that they have to do it that way. That it, you know has to explain like who this yeah. crazy person is. But it's kind of neat the way they do it and how so, she's like actually connected. Yeah, I could see that. So here's the thing. Sometimes I don't want an explanation. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this yeah. is something that like movie studios don't really get. Like, I don't want you to tell me every single detail that happened. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like sometimes it's OK to come into a story just like, boom, here it is. This is happening. And then I go along for the ride. And then when that little arc ends, it's done. Well, that's it. just like, yeah. even even in like a weird universe like the Dark Crystal. That's OK. Sometimes like sometimes it is super nice when uh, Tolkien just writes down the entire history of the universe for me. Mm-hmm. So it's there if I want it. But I don't need it necessarily. Well, you know I mean? it, and I think because yeah. I can, I can, you can read The Hobbit by itself. 
and fully enjoy it and get yeah. everything, you know. And now yeah. he went all nuts and he's got like all this other stuff that's there for you to consume later if you would like to. But you don't have to. You can enjoy it on its own. And I think yeah. sometimes you don't need all that stuff. Now, sometimes yeah. it's nice, right? It's a weird balance because sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. And other times I'm like, yeah, I don't care. So I don't really know what it is in my brain that makes that decision all the time. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes I definitely just want to jump into a story like right in the middle of something happening. Mm-hmm. I don't need like tons of exposition. Like, don't yeah. don't exposit me to death, please. Yeah. And then just don't you don't need that as you know, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, man, when it's done badly. Oh, I can't. T- I can't. I can't deal with terrible exposition. Like, so this is a thing that movies do and some books do. They just like, like, oh, God, why? Why do you yeah. why are you just expositing at me? Like, stop it. Like, well, and, I mean, like, and, it, it, TV shows do it. Are are really bad for it because you know they have such limited time to get something across that they that they do try and explain it. But unfortunately, movies have started to do that where there can't be anything left unturned and everything must have an explanation to try and make the world the the universe that it exists in make sense. But you even think back to the original Star Wars, where how much yeah, of that world exactly? That's what I'm talking about. Like a New Hope. I don't. But, uh, the cantina scene alone. Why are you there? What are you? I don't know. Why are they listening to this music? That's Why a is really that good example. Because, <laughs> because if you just consume A New Hope, yeah, you're like, this is an entire universe that is full of things. Like, it feels that way. Yeah. But the rest of it is just like a mystery. <laughs> and you're like, and, and it's, oh, it's snap. an okay and mystery. That, yeah, and that's why it was so cool whenever they were just like letting people write stories right before Disney got a hold of it and was like, no, you can't do that because I said no. But like, <laughs> just like people were just like, people did that. They were like, what's that thing in there? I'm going to write a book about it. And like somebody made up the backstory of like random person number four in the canteen. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Well, yeah. There's like a huge book collection of all that stuff. And it's crazy. But like, that was fun because people got to make it up themselves, right? And you got to do that. But the movie was just like, boom, here it is. <laughs> yeah, it just like, presented you, it presented yeah. to you as full, complete, whole, and we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, and sometimes was, I like that because it's like, whoa. And because your imagination can just explode into all kinds of stuff and just like make up everything. It's so cool. But like, yeah, when they sit down and exposit to me every single thing or when J.K. Rowling goes back like all these years later, it's like, oh, well, actually, no, I meant to this. Like, stop. stop. Yeah, it's fine. No. It's fine. I like the book. I already liked mm-hmm. it. You don't have to you don't have to explain it to me. You don't have mm-hmm. to hand hold hold my hand and walk me through everything that you meant. At some point, it doesn't matter what you meant, because what I read is the most important. Right. Yeah, like at some at some point, I think John Green said that. Like at some point, author's purpose doesn't matter anymore because yeah. it's what the reader takes away from it. Right? Yeah, and and that what's funny about well, what's funny is that that that's kind of the whole the big issue with the Star Wars of how um, they kept he kept going back and editing and and changing yeah, it and trying too. to trying to massage it and it was like no no authorial intent is now beyond you it has now yeah. moved its way into the culture and it, it as much as it belongs to you and you originated it is now yeah, part of society at large you anymore because it's, not, it's out there yeah and once it, it's out there it's not yours yeah it's shared now 
and so yeah that's another really good example of like going back into remaking and redubbing all that stuff like no no no, i just want i just want the original one because mm-hmm. it was so good like yeah was it like was it perfect no no who cares right it's, it doesn't have to be perfect right not everybody is stanley kubrick and is going to stand over you with like a whip and just like shout at you to do it again right that's not <laughs> no we don't need that well and especially we have, the... we have stanley kubrick for those movies yeah we need somebody for something else right well and especially the stuff that was being quote-unquote fixed where it was visually oh we'll make this look smoother we'll add these cg characters we'll try and do this we'll edit this way it's like Like, i understand this movie was released in 1977 yeah yeah and I can see how there would be that urge to go, especially if you're a film creator for for that weird span of for that transition of from when everything was done, you know, in, in real life with, you know, with sets and models and then transition into CGI to start looking back at your previous stuff. Like, I can see how it would be tempting to go back and go, no, let's mess with this. Let's fuss with this. Let's massage this way. But yeah, you know, but it's, does it facilitate storytelling because at the end of the day even though it's visual it is still a storytelling medium so if it doesn't really facilitate the telling of the story it's not important and it's not helping me the audience member at all especially when you're going back and like redoing it that's when it's like even worse but i mean think about it when you make it in the first place like famously Jaws is really good on accident. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah. The reason yeah. that that movie, talk about copied into oblivion. Like, don't show the monster till the end. Right? That's what oh, happened yeah. to Jaws. Because it was broken. And it didn't work. And they couldn't fix it. <laughs> yeah. And so they're just like, well, just shoot the movie anyway. Yeah. And they just keep going. shot all this stuff without it. Because it was broken. And then, yeah. like... So yeah. you just had this menacing off-screen presence that yeah. like showed up later, right? And this is mimicked all over the over the place. Like famously, like Jurassic Park, right? Like, yeah. where's the where's the T-Rex? Wait, no one knows. No one right? knows. They didn't wait quite as long. Couldn't quite couldn't quite hold on to it long enough. But like, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's another good example: Steven Spielberg in how he hasn't gone back to his original films and felts with them and messed with them to try and you know they he could have very easily 10 years ago decided you know what we need a cgi shark swimming and you know 20 minutes into the film just so we can visually see it die yeah. beneath the waves you know like, yeah. yeah that could have been done but he didn't yeah thank Definitely. you for that don't get any don't give me any ideas but <laughs> <laughs> well, like yeah i need to redo this part of et like Okay, oh. well now in ET, I think he did. I think they did mess with that. Was that the one where they were originally carrying um, guns and then they edited him to be uh, walkie talkies oh, or something? Did. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So, so he's not completely innocent in this. That's I, true. I, okay. Well, again, okay. m- more controversy. I don't really love ET either. So, like, okay. <laughs> so I always found that movie very boring. It is very boring. You're not alone in that. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people love that movie too. And it's fine. It's good. But like but but yo, come on. That's boring. (laughs) (laughs) Oh 
Just, just don't, don't do Jurassic Park. It's fine. Okay. Okay. The first, yeah. The first one is good. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ugh. Are they not? Uh, I was trying to think of something with Jurassic Park that I had heard. Oh. Yes, Jurassic Park it's... Two does still exist. So. Okay. Good. Woo. I don't know. If good is what the No. I w- oh, I was gonna say. Um, uh, they're bringing back some of the original cast from the first Jurassic Park for the latest movie that they're making. I saw um, that. Where mm. they're gonna? Uh, yeah. Doctor um, Grant. Yes, and um, who else? I think it was it was two or three of them they're bringing back to to be in that. Which I don't know. I think that's a little. Just move on. It's not Jurassic <laughs> Park anymore. It's Jurassic World. It's just a whole nother thing. But whatever. That's true. I didn't see I the most recent one. I haven't seen. You're not missing much. The no. first, the first, the the wor- world, right? Yes, that was the, the first one they redid there. Not redid, but like the the number four, right? That's officially number four, right? Jurassic World. I like that yes. one. I like that one because it's like unapologetically dinosaurs eating people movie, and it's like doesn't take itself very seriously, and it's just like oh check out this cool stuff. Oh hey, we're gonna do these weird things like. Okay, that's cool. But in the end, I, the, the movie's like weird and stuff. The end makes up for everything. I don't care. The end of that movie's like, all right, that was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> forgive. I forgive any anything that happened. The end was awesome. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. That's exactly have... the dinosaurs biting things that you just want to watch. Like, oh, no. okay. So it's kind of just gives into what the rest of the movies are kind of holding back on. Of yeah, no, we're not going to have this. We're going to have one one eat one guy eaten out of a toilet and another guy attacked by the side of the road. But... Do you like that one? Uh, no, the first one is good. Like I like the first yeah. one. Yeah, but like we're like three. It does all that weird stuff. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? Oh. <laughs> uh. Um, and then I was going to say, I'm really looking forward to back to our Lord of the Rings discussion. What, you know, Amazon bought the rights to the Lord of the Rings material. Oh, yeah. And they're they're going to be making a TV series about that. But oh. the exci- but the exciting part is, is that the Tolkien family has input on what they can and can't produce. And apparently the rights that they bought were strictly to the writings. And not to be expounded or added to something like that. So, so what are they focusing on in that show? Do you know? Do we know? It was. Um, it's a. It's prequel. It's prequel stuff to the Middle Earth. So it's it's the history before we get to Middle Earth. I think. Oh, oh. so like way okay. old, like Second Age stuff, like yes. really old. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh dear. Yeah, I okay. think. Let me. Cause I didn't, I didn't ever, re- I, I haven't read too much about it. Cause I, I was just heard that it was in development, but I didn't know exactly what material they were focusing on. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that the one where it talks about like the two elves and there's like a complete love story. Is that, I, I remember there was a book that he wrote and I think yes, that was that's true. Hmm. Uh, what's it was it called? like their adventures. I, but I didn't know if that was what it was going going to be about, or yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> know. Yeah, I think they are talking about about the build up to Middle Earth. 
and uh-huh. and so I mean, there's a lot. There. Well, I mean, yeah, like you, you again, he did. So there's just like a little bit of lore laying around, right? Mm-hmm. It's like literally everything. Yeah, there's yeah. there's YouTube videos that I watched that talks about like the creation of like the world, not like through uh, his stuff, but like that historically happened. And each video is like 30 minutes long. And it talks in and has like all the characters that it talks about. And I was like, I'm my head hurts. And this is not even for a class. Like, I just wanted to to learn what's going on. And it's all oh, about like the like where the wizards come from and like, yeah, the, like all those gods that are there. I, and like, I, yeah, those I are don't think that's yeah, I don't think it goes back that far. I think so they're just really going to focus on the Yeah, I think they're just going to focus on the second age. Uh-huh. Um, and, and that's kind of um, where the Numenor is being founded and expanding and oh, Sauron yeah. is, is around and coming back and forth. And the, the, this is the right in the middle of this is where the ring of power is created, created. Yeah. and, mm. and it starts to work its way through. And some of those deceptions and lies for, through all the, um, the, the races start to happen. So, um, uh, there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of stuff that they can bring in here. Sweet. I'm very excited about that. And and yeah, they said it's it's all um with with some oversight by the Tolkien family, so it's that's good. That's good, yeah. That's good. Neat. Oh, that's very interesting. You want to go back to New Zealand mostly, is when you're like, no. I mean, let me know when we're going. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> okay. okay, let me. It's such a long flight, though. Oh, my God. Let me do plane, plane flights real quick. Hobbiton in New Zealand. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the thing that makes me the most like sad yeah. is that when I was there, I was like a mile and a half away from that. Oh. oh. It was just like there. Like, no. Okay, well, I drove to town. It was in like nighttime. It's like, oh. no. I think this. I think this means we need to have a um on on location uh, live podcast. Uh, po- live podcast. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I think that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh man, do you have school tomorrow, Brandon? Yes, I do. Ugh. Lovely, yeah. lovely weather for school. Yeah, I nice know. And, gonna... Nice and frozen. Oh my gosh! So exciting. Are you guys, are you guys supposed to get a lot of snow? I don't really know. Uh, rain. I've heard a lot about rain. Okay. And it's still gonna be the 30s tomorrow. So that's fun. Yeah. We, yeah. It's it hits almost 70 up here today. Yeah, it did and, hit 70 down here. And, and tomorrow's tomorrow. gonna be like 35 and rainy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I definitely have an assembly tomorrow that I have to go outside to get oh, to the building no. that the assembly is in. Oh no, I'm not very excited about this. Yeah, and then tomorrow, yeah, travel like, to the assembly. Not, no, that's the part. I'm like, no, I'm just looking at this right now. Tomorrow is north winds at 21 miles an hour, 31 degrees, and then tomorrow tonight's low is 12. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the first time I really looked at this. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna say I just got a notification that there's a wind advisory in Oklahoma. Shocking. Shock. Yeah, shocking. But, uh, yeah, this weekend was you know, it was super nice. 
and I don't have work tomorrow because you know, I'm a state employee, so I don't have work. So Aaron's going to stay up and play video games. Yeah. But I will say that Aaron went on an epic adventure this weekend into which uh, there is something called a paranormal cirque that um, travels, I'll get there, that travels around the country. And there's one in Bartlesville this weekend. They, and so imagine they... a Cirque du Soleil, uh, but like ghosts? Halloween and like a haunted house theme. That's interesting. And so, so I'm not going to lie. Interesting is not the word that I would use. Exciting. Awesome is the correct word. Oh. No. So it's no thrilling. No, oh. it does not sound appealing at all. How do ghosts climb rope? It's not it's not like anything like that, but it's it's a very it's the show is actually R rated. When you say Cirque du Soleil, I'm thinking and, like flying around on a ribbon, right? Like, okay, so there, there was that. There was why that. Is it R rated? What? How, let me get there. Is there ghosts? They're scary. No. Ah. So <laughs> it's it's a very adult humor oriented. Like a burlesque show? Is that what that is? Actually, no. Burlesque? No, yeah. it was not a burlesque show. <laughs> really? You know what? Never mind. I'm done. Next story. Oh, I'm, I'm curious. Nope. Okay, okay. Google we'll, it. I'll, Google it yourself. I'll, I'm, done. I'll mute my, I'm, muting my, I'm muting my microphone. You may talk. Nope. Aaron's done. So I was yeah. I was going to tell you about my epic date that I went on, but nope. You guys are going to me. What? Whoa, what? Nope. What? Nope. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Nope. I take it back. No. Was nope. she a nope. dancing ghost? Was she a nope. dancing ghost? All done. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Aaron's done. Was it your or her idea to go to this extravaganza? No, I told you I'm done. It was actually my idea, but I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go? You guys going to make fun of me now? Uh... I'm gonna try to hold my tongue. So I'm gonna mute, I'm gonna mute myself. <laughs> Tell me about it. All right. So it is a so there's it's a, it's a, like a haunted house, but it's a like performance, um, kind of like a circus circus ordeal. It's it's R rated. There is it's like adult humor. It's not a burlesque show, so. Um, but it's very, and it, and it has the acrobatics of like a Cirque du Soleil. Like there is a gentleman flying on the big ribbon thingies. Um, there are acrobats and there's magic and stuff like that. But it just, it's just, it's just a horror themed show. And like there wasn't anything gruesome or gross, but it was just like, um, you know, it like it's pretty much for adults only. Like there's like no children. Yeah. Uh, if there are children, you know, they have to make sure they have these wristbands on because people got pulled on stage for things. And so it was it was interesting. It was quite quite interesting. Sounds nuts. Did you get pulled on stage? No, I, yeah. I made sure because there was a little you hiding in the back. Like, nope, <laughs> there, there's the little ticket thingy that you go to the website and it's just like there's a warning on the little ticket slate. That's like these seats will be pulled for people to participate. Ah, uh, okay, got you. And so they're like the front row seats, and there's like a few on the side. Yeah, um, by the aisles where they can get you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I 
I made sure to sat like in the middle section, like middle, in the middle, middle back. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so safe. <laughs> yeah. But they, what they would do is that they had like these, and it was actually, it, it was kind of weird. Cause it was in this massive tent, like in the parking lot in Bartlesville. <laughs> but like it, it was like, it, it wasn't concrete or the, you know, the parking lot. It actually had like floors that they installed and all these things. And, I was it was like stage like, floor kind of yeah, and it was just like and they had these bleachers, but what kind of freaked me out is that they would like walk underneath the bleachers and reach out and grab your feet. Um, yeah, no, that's and so that that was kind of terrifying. The poor lady next to me got like grabbed like three times, and I think she had had a heart attack. But it it was it's it's very interesting. It was it was unique. It was something uh, I, that I was not expecting in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. That's true. The only yeah. thing that I could really envision right now is like a weird cross between Cirque du Soleil and something wicked this way comes. Yeah. So I would say you're pretty much accurate. Right. That's what I that's what I have in my head right now. It's yes. like Mr. Dark's Carnival. But with slightly more high flying. Yeah. So but like it, that level of like really bizarre, like sideshowy, but like weird sideshowy like it it, it 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 was kind of more tamed in that aspect but it's thinking about and visualizing what you're imagining it's pretty much exactly what was yeah that's kind of what, what i've got occurred. in my head here yeah hmm. and it was it was just like my it was actually my supervisor that was like hey there's this thing going on and i was like tell me more and then he sent me a link <laughs> i sat there for a good like 30 minutes uh, just like Googling and mm-hmm. doing research on whatever, whatever this was. And I was like, I'm going to get tickets. Yeah. One more small joke is that whenever you <laughs> kept saying there was a man flying around, I just also envisioned him flying around on a broomstick. Like that's well, what that broomstick, broomstick, yeah. broomstick, un- broomstick, like un- Harry un- Potter, un- like flying around. No, like, was yeah, it the Nimbus 2000? Come on. Tell no, me. No, they, they had none of, none of that cool things. But uh, they had like this uh, presenter, and he was like a warlock, and there was magic involved. And yeah, it was just it. It, it was again. I, it was just very interesting for Bartlesville, Oklahoma. But right. they travel. They travel around the country, and I was like, "You guys picked Bartlesville, really? <laughs> All right." I mean, but that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm ha- I'm having a really hard time reconciling what this visually looks like in my head. Well, no, right. it, it, I also keep getting images of like Bloodborne, which is mildly disturbing. Uh, I don't think that doesn't need to be in there. But so it's <laughs> it's not that dark and depressing, but it, it's called <laughs> Paranormal Cirque of C I R Q U E. Paranormal Cirque. Is it like is it is it is it based on something wicked this becomes? Because it really the, sounds like it's a movie. Be. It really sounds like they missed a they had missed a huge opportunity to be have that carnival that comes through. Yeah, let <laughs> me go friggin' Google page. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't under... be bothered to Google right now. I'm sorry, my fingers. Yeah, I just looked up. Mo- <laughs> That's very true. Co- it's very cold up here in the north. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 50 degrees here. So, uh... but oh yeah, it's it's very it's cool. Yeah, that's a weird tent. I must say, Google has shown me a very, a very distinguished 
like unique tent structure happening. Yep. Huh. So it was fun. Both of you had fun. Oh yeah, it was. It was again. It was something that was like, is this what we're doing on a Saturday night? Like, yeah, I guess. And yeah, it was. It was very, very interesting. But the but the little kid came out of me. The you know people like flying around or doing like these crazy magic things because it was like Brandon said earlier, like there was a quote unquote story, but they didn't have to explain anything. I could just literally turn my brain off and enjoy something as number one as unique and crazy as it was, mm-hmm. and just uh, you know, it's like, do you remember when we went to go see David Copperfield? Yes. Yeah, so it was kind of it wasn't as cool as David Copperfield, but it was just kind of like, wow, this is appealing to my inner child and my imagination. And oh, there's a little person on a uh, pedal bike with a chainsaw like that's out of the ordinary. But this (laughs) is so cool. I mean, David Copperfield, I do seem to remember there was ghosts flying around in that room. I definitely definitely remember that, but there was no there was no ghosts. That that oh. flew flew around the arena that was the the tent, but it was just it was fascinating. Well, that's exciting and yet awesome. Oh. But I was trying to tie tie that in with the mystery, but I just got tired halfway through, and I'm like, ah, you know what? They'll figure it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. As long as you did not ride the carousel. No, you're not supposed okay. to do that. Bad things yes. happen. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ride the carousel. Okay, that's as long as you didn't do that. That's good. Uh, did, not, did you did not see a lightning rod salesman? <laughs> no. Okay, but they I think really, there was. I think there was really a need to be. You, you might want to just corner. drop a. <laughs> a copy of that movie off to him next time and just be like, hey, hey guys, yeah. why don't you, you guys seen this? This is crazy. Read the book. Hey guys, hey, you guys heard of Ray Bear Bear? <laughs> Have this. Take this. You need this. <laughs> you need this. Just do more. Do some of this. It, trust yeah. me. Do you, like a really vague was there like a person what wasn't, wasn't there like a, like a frozen person in that movie? In that book too? Frozen? Uh, right? Yeah. Like a lady who's like was. frozen yeah, or something? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, what was her? What was that? What was the deal? Um, I don't know, but like they were, they were like lusting after her because she was like a beautiful person, like a beautiful lady, but she was like Snow Whiteified, right? Like she couldn't. I don't remember exactly. It has it's to do so with the, it has. I've seen that movie. Well, yeah, it has to do with the themes of like longing for youth, right? Like the old men were like lusting after her because she was young and beautiful, and they wanted to be young so they could be by her, right? It was that whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes. <laughs> oh well, we need to hear more about this this date later. You can tell us more. Hope it can be a follow up. Be fine. Yes. Well, you have a you have a five page report on Paranormal Cirque due by Friday, and then <laughs> once we have discussion, I'll might I'll let just, you know about the state. I'll just watch. I'll just watch something something wicked this way comes. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> also, uh, I seem to recall the opening of that, the opening song of that, like the opening theme of the movie, right mm-hmm. when the train is coming and stuff. If you just, if you just watch that, close your eyes and you go, Star Wars theme? What? Because they definitely <laughs> like rip off 
a lot of the Star Wars theme in that thing. Yeah. There's definitely some like Imperial wait. March in there. And you're like, wait, what, 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 what year did that movie come out? I don't know. What? I remember I watched it in high school because we had to, that was our sophomore reading book was something we could this way come. Gosh. It was originally published in 1962. Yeah, because Bradbury was doing things then, but like... Yeah. Oh, I was just trying to see. The movie is definitely an 80s movie. 80, yeah, 83. Yeah. 1983. Ah. Did not realize it was a book, but all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we didn't really get to read a lot of cool books like that in high school, weirdly enough. We read the weird ones. Like, when people now, they're, like, a lot of people now, like, they, or at least at our school, they read, like, Puck Finn. Uh, Great Gatsby is one on the sophomore reading list. We definitely read uh, Something Wicked This Way Comes. Uh, Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. What? Uh-huh. Like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't have to read that book. That's a great one to read. That book is, yeah. that book is messed up. No, I, yeah, I, yeah, that one was. I, I read, remember reading that uh, in in grade school, and then rereading it later, and it was just like it had been completely shut out of my brain you after read I had read it in grade school. school. Well, not grade school, but like, but like middle. Sorry, like middle school and and that high was school. our freshman book, freshman year. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I I for some reason I, I yeah grade school just because I it, whatever anyway. It, well, the no. kids are the kids are grade school age. Anyway. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I remember reading that in yeah in in high school and um and then rereading it several years later and just being like, why did they let us read this? <laughs> this is not an okay book. Like, More fun what, facts: the author of that book was a former teacher. Well, that makes a lot of sense hey. when you think about uh, how he wrote that. You can tell that he really loved children. He really he, he thought, he thought they were great. <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just. He had, great, he had a great experience teaching in prep school, I guess. Really oh, poor piggy! Oh yeah. no! Oh, no! Oh. Why did you have to go there? I was going to leave that one alone. Oh, stupid conch shell! Leave the conch shell alone. Stop. Yeah. Stop. I I didn't have to read that book, uh, but I read I read a lot of. It was because of Mrs. Shriver. We read a lot of Shakespeare. Well, yeah, everybody and, saw Shakespeare. And then, yeah, Great I Gatsby. I don't remember which one we read. I feel like or, we read Macbeth. Where the Red Fern Grows. Uh, Hamlet. We read some Hamlet. I didn't have to read Hamlet. Uh, Graves of Wrath. read that one. And then we watched the movie on it. And I was like, well, this is sad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not happy fun times. <laughs> no. Yeah, because we, the list will come to me. It'll come to me at like four o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, we read this book, this book, and this book. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have to read like Lord of the Flies. Definitely or, read Beowulf senior year. Hmm. So. I didn't. Have, <laughs> I didn't have to read that. I, I read some of these books like when I was in college. But the funny part was, you know, being for for history classes, you have to have like all these history books, and then you read them, and then you're supposed to talk about them. I didn't really read that much in college. I pretty much just like Google searched or watched a YouTube video of them. Uh, they pretty much gave me the answers enough enough to have a discussion. And plus, some of these books that I had to buy were like 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm not spending that much for one semester. Like, come on now. 
Bye. So Aaron's Aaron's <laughs> top tip for making it through college: don't read Google. Yeah, don't don't uh, buy I, don't buy the eighty dollar book <laughs> that you're only going to use once. I don't <laughs> condone this. You can sell it back. It's fine. No, then you get like four bucks. Buy back. used. I'm like, no, it's it's fine. Buy used. <laughs> no, 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 Brandon, you heard it. You heard it. This week's top tip for passing college: just Google it. Uh, well, no. so I actually kept a lot of my my the books that I actually did read in college, but a lot of like the other ones, and I was like, man, I don't want to like uh, Master Margarita. I bought that book. I have that book, but then in the same class, I was supposed to read like a, another Russian novel, but the OSU bookstore was like, "We're selling this book for ninety dollars," and then Amazon's like, eh, twenty bucks." I'm like, "Click." Yeah, was yeah. it Dostoevsky? Was it Brothers Karamazov? Was it that one? <laughs> no, I, I can't remember which one it was. Anna Karenina. I'm running out of Russian novels. <laughs> cool. We I only three. know Tolstoy and Dostoevsky. Well, you know they they didn't really allow a lot of. Oh, and books one day in the written. life of Ivan Dusanovich. I know that one. Oh, I, that I one. did oh, have that book. Nobody. That's no, a, oh, that's no. an uplifting story. Yeah, but when you're feeling really spoon. bad about your life, go it's ahead. Read the that spoon, one, guys. You got to think of the spoon. It's the best oh, spoon. It's so so bad. Well, yeah. So bad. Oh man. Yeah. That's the opposite. That's reading the book to understand the social climate, right? That's the that's other true. way. That's the exact opposite of what we were talking about earlier with F. Scott Fitzgerald, right? This yeah. one is one that keeps it in a time capsule. So you just go back and read it and you go, oh no. Why am I? <laughs> that's terrible. Yes. Uh, so. There you go. <laughs> but we'll, and, on, and on that disappointment, <laughs> that happy note. Uh, yes. oh. <laughs> here, here you go. Here you go. Something to look forward to. Maybe in the new Lord of the Rings universe on, did you say Amazon? Is that what you said? Amazon. Yeah, yeah. Amazon. Uh, that's good to have that. That's nice. Uh, maybe the Blue Wizards will make an appearance. So that'd be nice. Finally. You them. Oh, yeah. yeah. You get yeah. to you get to see what they've been up to because they apparently are too busy to bother uh, With- when the world is in danger. <laughs> so we'll see why. Yeah. Well, or <laughs> we'll just learn to hate them more if they're like, well, if it gets really bad, we'll just leave. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So you get to figure out why they decided to go away when the world was in the most peril and leave us with you know i i actually remember who turns out to watching good. <laughs> they they were mentioned in one of the videos that i watched but it was just like oh by the way here's this yeah and it's like it there's on. five like, wizards you, yeah. excuse me yeah, those videos are like yeah there's five wizards you're like wait what one two three five? where's where's the rest where's the other two mm-hmm. they're like yeah there are two blue wizards and also, I want to know why there is a white, a brown, a gray, and two blue wizards. What? Well, what so that? I, ag- I actually, double. I actually think that in like one of the books, it just it literally says like, and the blue wizards went into like the eastern lands, chapter four, and it's just yeah, like, yeah, I think it's like, <laughs> you come on, <laughs> the one vague token thing, like, wait, wait a minute, wait. wait. Uh-huh. That was good for. It, it, hold on, I'll get to it later. I got. I got to talk about. I got to talk about the history of the Dwarvish language. 
I have to do do a few more things. Just hold on. I'll get back to that. I'll put that on the back burner for now. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, that's something we can hope for. No. Who are the blue wizards? Next podcast can be all about theories. (laughs) We'll go and do our own research and we'll come back with our own theories. Okay. Do the the, blue wizard recap or something. There we go. Got it. Got it. Typing my notes. Okay. (laughs) Okay.